ESPN Radio for Savannah and the Lowcountry. ESPN Radio 1400 and 104.3 WSEG Savannah. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. A little chilly outside, but it's fall. It's supposed to be chilly. The leaves are turning color. You, you just got to love it. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's football weather. It's uh, championship football weather. Uh, but you can still get out there and play nine. I mean, it's not that cold. You can't go out there and play some golf. I mean, just a great day to, just to talk about local sports, national sports. Hey, I'm called Amasi. Give me a call. 912-920-4441. Let's talk some sports. Let's hear what you got to say about local sports. I know I, uh, you know I can talk for three, four hours about local sports, but I'd love to hear from the fans, and that's what it's all about. For the fans talking about local sports. Well, football's uh, got two more weeks to left. We got teams in the, in the state softball championships. We got teams in the state volleyball championships. We had football last night. Just, just a lot of info about sports in Savannah, Georgia, and the area of Savannah. Also across the bridge, over there in the low country, Hilton Head, we can go to FEM County. We also can go to Liberty, Bryan County. Remember, you can listen to the Call of the Massey Sports Report also um, on, on the web at, let me get this right, radio.securesystems.net. W-S-E-G. W-S-E-G is the call letters. You also can listen to it on your smartphone. I don't know how many people know that. But if you go to TuneIn, get the app for TuneIn. T-U-N-E-I-N. Get the app. Go to local stations. Go to the Star 1400. And remember, ESPN Radio is the star of local sports, giving you the information about local sports. Download it, and you can listen to all the shows wherever you are. On your smartphone. Not many people know that. I mean, I use it all the time to listen to the weekly show here on uh, ESPN Radio Savannah, 3 and Out, every week from 3 to 6, national program. So uh, we also can now listen to my show and all the shows on ESPN Radio Savannah, uh, what it what is called now TuneIn. The app is TuneIn like iHeartRadio. It's TuneIn Radio. So check it out. Well, like I said, it's a little chilly outside, but the sun's out. A lot of things going on. And once again, I got a great lineup. Like I say, I love to play two here. I love to play two games, two hours of talking local sports. In the first game, the first hour, which is from 9 until 10, we'll be talking in the second quarter to the Effingham County High School softball coach, Matt Huntley. Once again, the Lady Rebels making a name, making a mark in that 5A classification. Big win this week. Uh, Great coach, great program, great facility up there. We'll be talking to Matt Huntley. Then in the third quarter of the first hour, we talked to the big guy, the anchor of WJCL Fox Sports, and that's Frank Selkowski. He's up there in Boone, North Carolina, probably a little chilly, but uh, he's getting ready for the 
last time that App State, Appalachian State, will take on Georgia Southern in a Southern Conference football game. Uh, you know, he's excited about it. He does a great job doing the pregame for those Eagles up there in Statesboro. So we'll have the big guy up. Then we'll have an open quarter, the fourth quarter in the first hour. We'll talk local sports. We'll talk college sports. Don't forget, we got the uh, big Armstrong Pirate Madness going on this weekend. Last night, they did the basketball uh, slam dunk shooting contest. Today, they got the uh, Treasurer's Walk in honor of B.J. Ford to uh, help a young lady with an athletic scholarship. That starts at 930, so you can still get out there and be part of that. B.J. Ford was the pioneer in women's athletics in Savannah, Georgia, and especially in Armstrong Atlantic State. So that's going on there. In the second hour... That's right. Second game. We'll go from 10 until 11. Once again, we'll open up with the scoreboard show. We'll talk about last night's games, uh, big news in the Savannah area. Then we'll talk to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And I'm telling you right now, this team's on a roll. Nobody thought they could, but they th- thought they could. And that's the Savannah Country Day Hornets, who probably, with their win last night over Portal, have locked up the second position in 3A when they do crossover. So they'll play a uh, crossover game at home, the last game of the season. We'll talk to wideout, all-state wide receiver, senior Ben Johnson. Then we'll have more from FEM County with the FEM County Herald editor, sports editor, sports director, whatever you want to call him, Pat Donahue. And he knows about his sports up there in FEM, but he knows about the sports down here in Savannah, too. Big college, uh, college uh, football guy, so we'll get Pat Donahue's insight on local sports and college sports and then we'll close out this show but you know we got to go to the scoreboard but i got to go quick before i get to the scoreboard i know i got about five minutes left in this first quarter i can't believe that a group of people would try to get a coach in trouble on a charge of bullying because his team beat the opposing team like 90 to nothing now i've talked about this many times since I've been on the radio. I've been doing radio now for a long time uh, here in Savannah, Georgia, a small show with Bill Edwards, and now I do my own show every Saturday morning here from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. And I'm a coach. I've been coaching high school football now for 32 years. Okay, let me take three years out of there because, you know, going from school to school, there are three or four years now I didn't coach. So let's say 28 years. You know what? When I put a team on a field... On a basketball court, on a baseball field, on a soccer field, I expect my kids to perform. And if it gets to the point where the score gets up, I put in my second, third, or fourth team, how, what am I going to tell these kids? Oh, you can't pass the ball, you can't shoot the ball, you can't run the ball, you can't run for a touchdown. Now, this man in Texas put in his third and fourth string teams. And a group of parents from the opposing team wants to to charge him with bullying. Give me a break, people. All this hunky-dory stuff that everybody gets a trophy, everybody's got to be nice to each other. That's not the way it is. That's not what this country was built on. This country was built on hard work, perseverance, stopping the other guy, trying to be better than the other guy. Oh, we can't hurt anybody now. It might might hurt their, uh, their mental state. Give me a break. You get it put, you put your team on a football field, stop the other guy, and if things like that happen, it's out of your control. Take it, chalk it up as a loss, learn from your mistakes, and get better. Unbelievable. I, I, I just couldn't believe that story. And, you know, uh, you know, I've been on the other end. I've lost 69 to nothing. I've lost 75 to, to 14. And I'm not going to tell the other team, team's coach, 
oh, you can't play your third and fourth string team. You've got to just put your first string and let them take a knee all the time. It doesn't work that way, people. It doesn't work that way. This thing that everybody gets a trophy, everybody gets this, everybody gets a medal. I mean, give me a break. Now, I coach varsity football. If my kids make every practice, they work hard in practice, I will honor them with a varsity letter. They don't have to be in half the games like some schools do. Because I think if you go to work, you do what you got to do, you might not get you know the star role, you might not get a lot of PT or playing time, you deserve to be rewarded. I can understand that because you made that commitment. You were there every day. You worked hard. You got in the weight room. But to, 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 to try to get a guy uh, indicted uh, on, on bullying in high school football. I mean, we had teams this year lose in this area by those scores. Do you hear their coaches crying? No. So that's my soapbox for this morning. People, your team needs to learn how to stop the other team. And if they can't, take your lumps, bounce back up, and try harder next week. All right, let's go. Tonight, World Series goes back to St. Louis. Great, great headline in the Savannah Morning News from the article. From the Green Monster to the Gateway Arch. From Charles River to the Mighty Mississippi. From Clam Chowder to toasty ra- Toasted Raviolis. you got to love that. But, yeah, game two's tonight. Uh, it's all tied up. Red Sox and Cardinals. Uh, check it out. Uh, big series. Uh, you know, last time they these two teams played, uh, Boston swept them in four straight. But not this time. It's 1-1. So that's on tonight. Mark Silvers and Chris Wolf make it to the second round. Q school. They're both trying to uh, qualify for the web.com tour, which is like the minor leagues of the PGA, the Professional Golf Association tour. Silver shot rounds of 69, 69, 65, 72 for 13 under and finished in second place at Callaway Gardens in Pine Mountain. Uh, Ackworth's James White won at 17 under. And former Armstrong Atlantic State golfer Chris Wolf. Tied for 23rd, which qualifies them for the next stage. The next stage takes place in six sites next month. The final stage is December 12th to 17th at the PGA West in La Quinta, California. Three local teams are playing for volleyball. Uh, for, for the volleyball championship, they're in the quarterfinals. They, you know, the quest for, to bring home the trophy in volleyball. Savannah Christian is home today at three o'clock out there at the campus on Chatham Parkway. They take on Darlington. The Red Raiders are thirty-six and eight. St. Vincent's plays home today against Jefferson at two p.m. down there on Liberty Street. Uh, that's the Class Double A quarterfinals. Savannah Christian is the Class A finals, and then Savannah Country Day travels to uh, to Eagles Landing in Class A. They're in the final six, and that's today. Also, got to send a big out shout, shout out to former Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Torin Teaster. We don't follow this much, but believe it or not, this young man is a very, very good Taekwondo athlete. Uh, he just was named to the national AAU Taekwondo team for 2014. That's the 14, 14 year old or 14 year age old group. Uh, if you go to my Facebook to call the Monster Sports Port, you'll see his picture up there. He had a fight. He had to go through four rounds of of a round rob tournament to win, and this was all happened in September. I just got the uh, notification, and anytime Torin does something great, I'm gonna, uh, you know, boast about it. Torin Teaster is on the national AAU Taekwondo 14 and under team. Way to go, Torin! All right, high school scoreboard. I'm just gonna give you the scores quick because uh, we got to go to a break because we'll have Matt Hundley. From the FEM Counting Rebels on next, the head softball coach. They'll be in the next round Thursday playing for a state softball championship. Okay, we go to the 5A schools, the big boys in George High School. Jenkins all over Windsor Forest, 44-6. to 
Glen Academy comes to Effingham County, beats them 21-12. Richmond Hill goes to Bradwell and wins 28-14. Groves travels to Ware County, takes it on a chin, 62-6. Ware County, the Gators, they rank 7th in the state. Statesboro goes up and plays South Effingham. F- South Effingham has the lead at halftime, but Statesboro is the 5th ranked team in the state. They pull it out 41-14. That was in 4A. In 3A, Beach goes to Southeast Bullock. Southeast Bullock having their first winning season or chance to make the playoffs in 10 years, beats the Bulldogs. 42 to 21. Johnson goes to Brantley County, County in Nahunta. Nahunta, Georgia. Getting choked on the, getting choked up here on Nahunta. <laughs> they beat uh, Brantley County beats the Adams Smashers 20 to 14. Santa High goes to Pierce County. Pierce County 30 to 6. In single A, Calvary Day School all over Claxton 48 to 6. I was there last night. Calvary Day School is on a roll. I could say they could be a final four team. Savannah Country Day. Hosted Portal, they had a win, and they won on a 51-yard field goal by Colton Lichtenberg. Probably the best kicker in the area. This kid has a leg. I'm saying it right here on my show. This could be, kid could be a Division One football player. I mean, unbelievable leg. Colton Lichtenberg, 51-yard field goal in high school football. That's unheard of. Um, they win 17-14. Savannah Christian goes to Jenkins County. They break their losing streak. They win 38-8. Bryan County goes to Atkinson County, wins 43-14. In skis, a Bible Baptist goes to Holly Hill, takes it on chin, 46-6. St. Andrews goes across the river for an afternoon matinee battle. Hilton at Prep loses 41-9. South Carolina, Buford loses to Ashley Ridge, 25-21. Battery Creek all over Burke, 62-0. Hilton Head Christian beats Palmetto Christian 50, uh, 45-36. Uh, Buford Academy beats James Island Christian 30-20. Thomas Haywood beats Northwood Academy 52-44. Uh, Fort Dorchester beats Bluffton 62-34. Ridgeland Hardyville beats Garrett Technology 2016. Hanahan beats Hilton Head 55-21. Saint, uh, I already gave it a St. Andrews score. Whale Branch beats St. John's 28-14. Well, remember, this cannot be possible without 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes. Yes, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. Dot com and go to orthopedic care. Next up, we're going to be talking a little Rebel softball with the head coach from Effingham County High School's fast pitch softball team, Matt Huntley. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And now, to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, it's the same great place, just a different name. Located, used to be the Southeast Orthopedic Center, and it's still the same. It's located at 210 Eastern Avenue, and now it's Optum Orthopedics, and it's all brought to you right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, we got to throw out the love. I mean, it's football season. We're getting excited about it. Teams are jockeying for playoff positions. But you know what? There are other sports going on. We got cross country, we got volleyball, we got softball. And I'm telling you right now, 
This softball team with their rival, South Effingham, are a perennial state playoff team. Uh, they won the region championship uh, last year. They, they were in it again this year. They had a young team last year. I mean, it, it, it's just a great winning program, a great facility up there, their own little uh, clubhouse, their own little locker room. Uh, and, you know, the guy running the whole show really loves the game of softball and baseball because then when it comes springtime, he turns his hat around. He's the assistant baseball coach. So, uh, But he does a great job up there. And joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 14. 14- 104.3 FM hotline is the head coach of FEM County High School fast pitch softball, Matt Huntley. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Carl. How are you? Doing good, sir. You know, having a lot of fun talking about local sports, talking about other sports than just, you know, the main sports. And you know what? we got to send some love out to the girls that play on that diamond. And your program up there, Coach, has been hot and hot and hot for I don't know how long. And uh, tell everybody about Matt Huntley, where you came from, how long you've been running this program, and what it means to be the head coach of the FEM County High School Rebel Softball Program. Well, I grew up uh, just south of Atlanta in Peachtree City, Georgia, and, and came down here to, to beautiful Georgia Southern University. And, um, you know, Effingham just caught my eye, and I've been there since I graduated from Georgia Southern back in 2005 and um, took over took over as head softball coach several years ago. And, you know, we've just been trying to get our program, program on the track that, that we want it to be on, and you know, girls have done a great job. Like you said, we won region championship last year and, and got beat out by the defending state champ in the second round of the state playoffs, Northgate, in three games. Um, last year was, was the first time Northgate had ever been taken taken to a game three, and they are a, a powerhouse in softball year in and year out. Um, and then this year, you know, we lost one senior in Maddie Evans last year, and, and that was a big loss for us. Um, she was a great leader. Great player, big hitter for us, starting shortstop. But, um, you know, that was our only senior that we lost. So we knew we had a pretty good shot coming into this year, and we were able to get the region title again. And, um, you know, went through uh, Northside Columbus, a good team in Northside Columbus in round one. And then, lucky us, we got to face the defending state champion again in the second round in Union Grove High School, and, and we were able to take care of them in two games. So, you know, we're, we're excited to go to Columbus. This is something our, our school hadn't done since the first years of, of fast-pitch softball when the playoffs were a little bit different. And um, this will be our first time going under this playoff system, and, and we're real excited to be, be headed that way, headed west. Well, you know, it, it, you, 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 it's funny you say that, Matt. It's the first time in a long time. I think they started uh, – they went to fast-pitch softball, I think, in, like, uh, 2002. And, you know, it's more beneficial for the girls because there's more opportunities now to get college scholarships. But, uh, I mean, you take on the defender champion, you knock them off 10-6, 6-4. And, you know, I mean, you still got a fairly young team, believe it or not. What did your team take away from uh, beating the defender champion? Once again, at home in the Palace in the Pines. I mean, a great nickname by uh, the good uh, principal up there, uh, Yancey Ford, and it is a palace in the pine. So, tell us what they took away from that. Uh, you know, uh, beating the uh, defending state championship, this, the defending state champion, not championship. Well, you know, it was it was it was fun. It was you know they were two great games. Union Grove had a good good team. Um, they went up on us game one, three to nothing, and and we knew going in from the scouting reports that we were going to have to hit the ball because we knew that they could hit. Um, and you know that's. That's kind of the message we relayed to the girls was, look, we knew we were going to have to score more than three coming into this game anyway, so we're definitely not out. Keep fighting. And, um, 
you know, we started swinging the sticks a little bit better in, in the later innings and, and were able to come around. But, you know, defending state champion was, was something that we didn't really talk about a whole lot. Um, it was more of our goal, our team, and, and what our focus was. And we, we tried to stay focused on that. No, I mean, great, great win uh, uh, last week, and then you got to go Thursday to play at uh, Columbus. And uh, you're talking about your girls, okay? Last year, you lost one heck of a one heck of a student athlete. More more than anything else, one heck of a person uh, in Maddie Evans. I had a chance of coaching her in basketball. Love it to death. She's playing up at Reinhardt now. But you know, you don't have many seniors on the team this year either. You got Haley Henry. You got. Uh, Annabeth Helmley, which I can see her being the leader now because she was best friends with uh, Maddie Evans. Uh, so I only see two two seniors on this roster. Tell us about the seniors and about the, the girls on the team, Coach. You know, we're, we're, we're still young. Um, we've got a big junior class. We'll have a big senior class next year, but we will only lose two seniors. Um, Annabeth plays left field for us, and she does a great job out there, and, and she's a big stick in our lineup, and Haley's our DP right now, and, and she's a big stick in our lineup. So, you know, just like last year, we won't lose a lot of people. We'll lose a lot from our team. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll kind of replenish, and, and we've got some girls working hard to, to earn those spots, step in where we need them to next year. And, you know, we'll, we'll just keep building and, and keep trucking along. Yeah, well, you know, you've been doing a great job uh, towing the rubber, too, with uh, Jordan Fogle and uh, Morgan Duff, uh, you know, younger sister Shelby Duff, who had a phenomenal career at Effingham and at, at uh, Armstrong. And uh, I see you got another pitcher, Tiffany Quigley, only a sophomore. Tell us about your pitching core. Um, yeah, our, our two main pitchers right now are Morgan Duff and, and Kaylee Kessler, and both of them have, have done a great job. Um, Morgan was hurt all year last year, and... Um, you know, she came back during the region playoffs and was able to help us there. And um, she's really taken the helm this year, and, and she's been our, our go-to pitcher. And Kaylee Kessler has, has come leaps and bounds from last year, and she's really really got the drive to get better and, and improve and, and become a better pitcher. And she is, has really been a, a great, you know, 1B, number 2 for us this year and, and really gotten a lot of innings for us and, and been able to help us through. She grew through a great game. Game two, um, you know, as, as much of a powerhouse hitting team as Union Grove is, she held them to, I think there were three total hits in game two on Wednesday. Wow. And, um, you know, Kaylee's, Kaylee's really good. She's picked up her velocity and, and she's real good at hitting her spot. So she's able to make, make the hitter swing at things that she wants them to swing at instead of the, the pitches that they want to see. Well, Matt, we're at, we're at the, uh, one minute drill here. Uh, Last question for you. Did you foresee this young team again going this far, winning the uh, region, and then getting it to, the, to, to, to a level or a place that it's been a while since the Rebels been at? You know, last year we, um, as successful as we were last year and with only losing one, I, I knew that um, we had a shot and I knew that, you know, things were looking good, but I also knew that we were going to have to work hard. It's, it's not an easy task. And, um, you know, last year kind of gave us that taste of, of what it felt like, and I think that went a long way. We talked about that, and, and we focus on the mental game, and we focus on taking everything one pitch at a time, and I really think that's been the key to our success this year is, is we're not worried about the games down the road. We're worried about the next step in, on our trail and the next step on our path and, and the next pitch and the next play and the next swing and the next at bat, and, and that's, that's kind of the way we roll. So. You know, we knew if we took it one step at a time, we had a good shot. And, um, you know, we were able to make it there. And, and hopefully we'll be able to take it one step at a time all the way till Saturday at, at noon. 
It's it's always one game at a time, one step at a time. And I I, I got to go back. I left this question out. Every good coach, just like every good husband, has a good wife and has good assistants. Give us a quick uh, synopsis of your your assistant coaches. Um, I've got Brittany Brittany Troll and um, Coach Billy Shelton with me. Coach Shelton's been around the game of baseball for for over thirty years, and this is his first year doing softball. You know, we brought him in for his experience, brought him in for his expertise, and and he's really helped us out a lot. And Coach Troll, she's been with me um, last year and this year, and you know, she's she's a key player on our team too. She does real good with the girls, and um, you know, she's able to relay some of those female messages that I may not be able to get across, and um, relate to those to those girls, those women, some ways that I may not be able to. But you know, I've got a real good coaching staff. I'm I'm proud of proud of my assistants and the way that they work and it's you know as you know it's long hours it's not easy it's it's uh you know it's every day we're out there and it's every day we're out there late and spending away from our families and you know i'm, I'm real proud of the work that they've done this year well, I, you know, I know Billy Shelton. He coached my oldest son. I wouldn't want to find a man, a find a person, and a loving person that, to work with my child, whether it's a boy or a girl. So uh, he's a great guy, and I'm glad he's involved in it. Well, Matt, always a pleasure, and uh, we got to get a recap after you go up there, Columbus, next Thursday. I wish you the best of luck. I, I thank you for taking the time. Next Thursday, you head to Columbus. You're taking on Loganville. Keep up the great work, and as always, go Rebels. Go Rebels. Thanks, Coach. Have a good one, Matt. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Matt Huntley, the head softball coach at Effingham County High School. I mean, phenomenal coach. Loves the game of baseball. Loves the game of softball. His team is 24-7. and They were 10-1 in region play. They won the region again. They are going to Columbus to play in the state playoffs. Okay, the Elite Eight. And that's how they do it in softball, uh, just like the College World Series, the College Softball World Series. And they'll take on Loganville at 4.15 on Halloween next Thursday. And I think the Rebels are going to have a little trick for the Loganville team that they take on. Well, next up, we're going to talk to the big guy, Frank Silkowski. He'll talk college football. He'll talk high school baseball. He'll talk soccer. He'll talk volleyball. You know it. He'll talk it because he's all over the place. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> Good morning, Savannah, and I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, we got a lot of sports going on. We got a lot of teams playing. We got a lot of uh, different accomplishments going on. We got some local guys playing in golf tournaments, and this guy is all over the place. He's one man. But he's the big guy, and I don't know how he does it. He also has time to take his family to Disney World to hang out with Mickey and Minnie. But he's a great guy, and he loves his sports in this area. He's been doing it now for over six years. And I, I every time we talk, we talk, we could talk for hours. But I'm glad he could join us. He's up there in Boone, North Carolina. Probably a little chillier here than Savannah, Georgia. And that's the big guy joining us on ESPN Radio, Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM's hotline. And that's WJCL sports anchor. Frank Selkowski. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Coach. How are you? 
Sounds like you're a little distant there, a little chilly, it sounds like. Uh, it is indeed a little chilly, you know, when you're, when you're, when you leave Savannah at, at 12.30 in the morning and, you, you know, you get up here to food and it's, you know, pushing 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning, you watch that temperature get down to, uh, 22 degrees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly, but you know, you know, you know what? It, it, it's all part of it. Uh, hopefully, uh, it, it, it doesn't get any colder than that. So it's only going to warm up. So this will be back up into the 40s. Uh, we'll kick off today as Georgia Southern Appalachian State play uh, here at 3.30. Did, did you say 22 degrees? Double deuce? Yeah, yeah 22 degrees. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Uh, anyone who would want to live somewhere where it's that cold. Wow, 22 degrees. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's kick it off with college football. You're up there in Boone, North Carolina. You do the pregame for the Georgia Southern Eagles. And uh, last time these two teams will face off in a SOCON uh, game, uh, what do you expect from it? I know Appalachian State's having a tough time, and uh, Georgia Southern is, uh, you know, treading the water because of a lot of injuries. Give us your take on this game, big guy. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it is an old cliche that you can throw the windows out for uh, <laughs> Throw the records out the window because uh, when these two teams get together, anything anything is and, and is possible. Uh, you're talking about Appalachian State has got one win this year, one and six. Uh, so they are definitely struggling. Georgia Southern, on the other hand, four and two. And I mean that's you know from from their standards and what they were expecting to do and hoping to do going into this season, uh, four and two is a little bit disappointment. But uh, but again. Uh, they're, they're still, you know, on the positive side. I mean, we talk about things could be worse. They could be Appalachian State sitting now where they're going to win. So, uh, you know, Appalachian State having some struggles. Uh, they have a new coach, and, uh, you know, they've lost some games, a lot of games up here at the Rock, which, you know, it, it was things where Appalachian State never used to lose at home. Uh, they've been losing some games including last week. Uh, we lost to Furman. So, well, we're, we're just going to see what happens. I mean, again, Georgia Southern, so they, they've kind of, you know, had a little bit of time to, to work on things over the past couple of weeks with, with Kevin Ellison more involved there. He's, he's running the show quarterback and getting Jeff sitting in space and playing out of position. So uh, hopefully uh, they've been able to get a couple guys healthy and, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it, it, is a, it is a constant, you know, a full-con game. Uh, again, it's, it's, you guys to call it the ineligible because both teams are ineligible for postseason play and for the SoCon title uh, with the move going to the Sun Belt next year. So, uh, you know, the good thing is, you know, the Appalachian State is rivalry is still alive. They're both, both members of the Sun Belt Conference, but those are the final meeting as uh, members of the uh, SoCon. So it's, it's exciting. It's a good chance to join the Southern to pick up a win. Well, you know, it's going to be strange when that pretty little stadium is enclosed and is, you know, are they, are they keeping a hill up there or are they doing away with the hill? Um, I would say they're keeping it. I mean, yeah, that, that's my understanding. So, uh, you know, this stadium, watching this thing, uh, you know, expanding it bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it's a pretty cool place to watch a college football game. It really is. Uh, you know, and then, you know, the whole field of bandages is done now. I mean, heck, last time after Georgia Southern was ranked number one in the country undefeated, and, and they lost 24-17 to Appalachian State. And, uh, that was the last time I was up here. And, and again, it was one of those cold days. You know, it's, 
Hey, you never know what to expect. And at that time, we had snow in the morning leading up to the game. And <laughs> I had to run out to the store to get some extra layers of clothing because, you know, I, I just wasn't prepared. Uh, I've come prepared. I, I got plenty of layers, maybe too many layers, but, but I'm, I'm not taking any chances this afternoon. All right, we got the two-minute warning here for this segment. You can be able to hold on for the second one, too? Okay, here here we go. Big homecoming here in Savannah, Georgia. And you know when it's homecoming at Savannah State, it's party time. Those Tigers taking on North Carolina Central. What do you feel about this one, Guy? I mean, uh, I think uh, Mr. Wilson over there is doing a good job. He's trying to get that program in the right direction. Uh, they're in ball games this year. What do you think about this one today? I'll tell you what. You know, Ernest Wilson III has come in, and, and it was really, you know, a, a big undertaking to try to turn around the Tiger program up. You know, again, they've already, they've already matched last year's win total with one. Uh, a very good opportunity to pick up number two today for homecoming against this Carolina Central. And, you know, this team uh, has showed uh, leaps and bounds of improvement. I mean, they really have uh, to, to, to be in contest. At last year, they were getting beat by 30. Uh, this year, you know, they, they've knocked it down to single digits. You know, losing by, I mean, at one point, they, they lost back-to-back. Yeah, games by uh, combined four points. Uh, so, I mean, they're, 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 they're improving, they're getting better. It's fun watching a lot of local products get involved in the mix. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you got Jake Durham, who, who was a former long county quarterback, who's now the new to wide receiver. Uh, you know, he, he had a touchdown uh, last week, and it's fun watching him evolve. He also plays baseball there at Savannah State, so. Uh, again, Ernest Wilson uh, doing the things uh, and the right things too. Uh, you know, he's getting out uh, a couple weeks back when Savannah State was playing at home. Uh, had a chance to see every game I went to in town. There were Savannah State coaches there on the sideline recruiting, and the early word is that uh, you know that the Tigers have already offered uh, quite a bit of players scholarships. You know, so they're doing it the right way. You know, taking care of what's right here in their own backyard and on the field being more competitive. So. I think we're going to see a lot of success here in the future uh, from Ernest Wilson III and the Savannah State Tigers. Uh, and this weekend, you're with a big homecoming crowd. What better way to continue your progress and, uh, and, and improving than picking up a win when you have the most, uh, most fans in the stands? Well, Frank, good insight on Georgia Southern and Savannah State. we got to take a break here. He'll, you'll be back. I'm called Damasi. I'm talking to the big guy from WJCL, the Fox, Frank Slikowski. He'll be back in the uh, next segment. We'll finish up. We'll talk local high school sports now. And once again, Frank, stay warm. We'll be back in about four minutes. Sounds good. I'm here. You got it. And you're listening to the Call of Damasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. And we're going to continue our talk with the big guy from WJCL. And he's joining us and winning now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 at 104.3 FM hotline. And that's the big guy, Frank Silkowski. Hey, Frank, did it get any warmer up there? Uh, I think it's warm up by one degree. 
So, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's, you know, I'm no weather guy, but, uh, but uh, I think that's a warm front is, is, is occurring now. <laughs> I'll make you happy. It's 49 right here at Hunter Army Airfield Base. We're looking, I'm looking right across the street at it. So we, we, we're doubling you, so it's a little warmer. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. It's going to be a beautiful day. I, I know a lot going on in Savannah, uh, including that big Savannah State homecoming game we talked about. Uh, right. You know, it's exciting for them. Uh, you know, it's an exciting time for, for the high school guys because uh, – the action definitely heating up, and we have a lot of teams this time of year uh, flexing their muscles, looking like they're ready to make serious runs in the state playoffs, which now just a couple weeks away. Well, before we talk about the guys, we got to talk about the girls. You know, I mean, it's Beauty and the Beast on the Frenzy every Friday night. Well, we got to <laughs> we, we got to give the beauty some love here. Saint uh, Saint Vincent's playing home today in the volleyball quarterfinals, double class double A quarterfinals. Savannah Christian playing home in his uh, class A finals. Uh, Country Day traveling up to Eagles Landings. We got some rep- representation in volleyball, the big guy. Well, you know those. Uh... The St. Vincent's, the Country Days, and the Savannah Christian, uh, those have been the cream of the crop locally for, for volleyball for years now. And, and once again, here they are, you know, just a win from being in the Final Four. Uh, it really says a lot for, for those young ladies, and it's been fun to watch. I mean, we've, we've covered the volleyball all the way through and the, and the softball all the way through since they started back in August as well, and, and it, it's, it's fun watching uh, very impressive teams go at it. And I know I, I've been to several good matches between St. Vincent's and Savannah Christian, and it's, you know, here they are, you know, both, both in their respective classes making a serious run, and then Savannah Country Day, you know, uh, they perennial now. I mean, they're, you know, they're one of the teams that, that they, you're looking to knock off if you want to win a state title. Uh, again, and here we are on a Saturday with so much going on. You, you got two o'clock game and you got a three o'clock game. So you got two, you got two opportunities, uh, to watch, uh, you know, some great high school volleyball right here in Savannah, uh, this afternoon with, with St. Vincent's going at it at two and then Savannah Christian at three. Uh, it should be an exciting time. And now let's go to the Diamond. You know, Diamond is a girl's best friend, and we're talking about the softball Diamond, though. Effingham County, South Effingham High School, and uh, Savannah Christian all left in the playoffs next week, next Thursday. You got that right. Uh, they'll be going over to Columbus, and and you want to get to Columbus. That's the key. You want to get over there and you play. And uh, Savannah Christian's been there. You know, it's working you know, year in, year out. They're getting there. And, and, you know, a lot of their success, it falls on some really good, timely hitting. They have a, a, a team that's been young in years past, and those ladies have played together, and, and it showed, and now they've matured, and, and here they are making a run. And then you look in Effingham, and I tell you what, uh, folks know it. Uh, folks know that Effingham is, is a big softball uh, community, and it shows with Effingham and South both advancing and both playing really, really well, both picking up sweeps in uh, the second round, including Effingham, where with the, probably the most impressive sweep of the second round of the state playoffs, knocking off defending state champ Union Grove uh, out in out in Springfield. I had a chance to be out there earlier this week to to, to watch them. Uh, you know, so it's exciting. I mean, we got so many teams in the mix. Uh, you know, and and the ladies just kind of bringing us the appetizer with the postseason uh, <laughs> with the postseason run. So looking forward to see what uh, what football holds. All right, and I'm gonna. We got about a two minute drill here. You know, I know you and I can go on for two hours, but uh, you gotta love those uh, Cavaliers, and you gotta love the surprising team. I think in the last two or three weeks, and that's the Country Day Hornets. 
I tell you what, I am so so happy for for Coach Coyle and uh, Savannah Country Day. Uh, you know, back to back wins over Claxton and Portal. Uh, Savannah Country Day looking like they're you know they're 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 in a driver's seat to go to the postseason. And for these young men and for that coaching staff, they've been through so much. Uh, you know, including watching and, and having one of their teammates pass away and Stuart Sly a couple Stuart years Sly. ago. And they've really rallied around it and are really playing good football right now. And I know uh, one of the guys that you're high on and you like to talk about, uh, you know, with a big kick last night, Colton Lichtenberg, uh, booting a big field goal last night, which proved to be the game winner in a 17-14 win. Savannah Country Day definitely playing some good football these days. And Calvary Day, you were there doing the game last night. Uh, I, I don't think there's a, there's a, there's a more dangerous team in the state right now than, than the Cavaliers. You know, after starting off with, with, a, with a couple of losses, including one to Bryan County, uh, you know, Coach Stroud and company firing on all cylinders. I mean, they're, they're actually fun to watch. Uh, offensively, they, they have their way and, and they have a good mix between the run and the, and the pass and the defense. Very physical group. I, I was very impressed with the way they took it to Claxton last night, came out and kind of, and set the tone with some big hard hits there on defense. Uh, so Calvary Day looking like a team that's going to make a serious run. Uh, of course, when, you, when you're talking about football in Savannah this year, the cream of the crop has been Benedictine. You know, uh, here they are undefeated and uh, pretty much just cruising in, going to be the region champs, it looks like, and uh, going to host some state playoff games. And that's exciting to, to see the cadets and head coach Danny Britt with all kind of success and, and Benedictine with a real legit chance. To, to possibly yeah. make a run to get to that Georgia Dome. Uh, and I know this team really wants to get back there. And I can only imagine here a couple weeks from now, you know, we've seen the support that they get at BC. Can you imagine T.A. Wright Stadium here or with a trip to the Georgia Dome or, or, or a possible trip to, you know, a run to the state title on the line? What kind of crowds will get there with, uh, with Benedictine? A very fun team to watch. Uh, there, so uh, you know, so much going on. South Effingham last night really uh, gave a scare to, to Statesboro early on, actually leading fourteen seven at the half before the Blue Devils woke up and rolled on to a forty one uh, fourteen win over the there's, Mustangs. There's uh, so much more, Frank. Effingham with another big win out there last night. Liberty County took it on the chin. They fell to Wayne County. Uh, Wayne County, a very impressive team. Richard Hill, <laughs> man, man, you, Frank, you can win. go on and on and on. I, I don't want to cut you off. You, can you hear me, Frank? Yeah. Yeah, I got about 20 seconds here, and I know we can do this for hours. I feel bad. I wish we had more time, but we got to do this one time for a whole show. Do a, do a three-state three playoff uh, tournament show. I appreciate it. Sorry, but we got to go to the break. I'll be talking to you. Stay warm and go Eagles. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. You got it. Once again, that's Frank Slikowski, the big guy from WJCL. We'll be out back for hour number two, so stay tuned. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, and 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> this 
is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, I'm Call of the Massey. It's October 26th. It's 49 degrees outside, but you know what? It's time to get a little chill in the air because we're winding up the football season, and we had a lot of big games last night. We'll talk about them in a couple of minutes. But we're in hour number two, and I'm glad you could join me. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 talking local sports. And you know what? There is phone lines here in the studio. I wish somebody would give me a call at 912-920-4441 and talk about their favorite team. Talk about a favorite player. Let's talk national sports. Talk about the... Georgia Bulldogs, I don't know what's going to happen with them now. But, you know, we got South Carolina taking on Mizzou, Missouri today. I mean, and you know what? What's unique about the Missouri team, a great, I, I, I forgot where I read it. I think it was in the Savannah Morning News. Yes, it was the Savannah Morning News. And uh, I get a lot of information from Savannah Morning News. Dennis Knight, uh, Donald Heath, Tony Stastny, uh, Nathan Dominance do a great job. But the quarterback, the starting quarterback now at Missouri is Matt Mock. Well, if you know anything about Bible Baptist, the head football coach is Jonathan Mock. That's his younger brother. And I was up there when he came in, and he kept the Missouri Tigers in, uh, in position to win that game up there in, the, uh, in Stanford Stadium between the hedges. So a little, a little Savannah connection there. But you know what? The old bowl coach, I have a little love for him, but I'm rooting for the local guy's brother. I'm going with Missouri today over South Carolina. I hope I'm right, but we'll see what happens with that. But anyway... Hour number two, right after this, we go to the second quarter. I like to call it two games. First quarter is, sorry, the first game is from 9 until 10. The second game is from 10 to 11. We'll talk to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. This team is turning heads the last couple of weeks. They're playing, they're playing well. They're hot. They're on a streak. They beat Portal last night, 17-14. Uh, 51-yard field goal to win the game by Colton Lichtenberg and this next guy that's going to be the Athlete of the Week, my next guest who's the Athlete of the Week, wide receiver, All-State last year, over 1,000 yards. He's about 500 now all-purpose yards, all yards together, but one of the standout wide receivers in this area, defensive players in this area, plays defensive back. And if you know anything about Savannah Country Day football, you know his brothers and his sister were big athletes over there, and that's Ben Johnson. Then we'll talk more Effingham sports from the man that covers Effingham sports like the big guy covers all sports, and that's the editor of the Effingham Herald, Pat Donahue. He's the news editor. He's the sports editor. He's the weather director. He's the uh, advertising director. Just give him a hat. Pat Donahue will wear it, and then we'll close out the show. Well, let's go to local news. Once again, the World Series goes back to St. Louis. And a great, a great opening paragraph in the Savannah Morning News article on the World Series going back to St. Louis. From the Green Monster to the Gateway Arch, from the Charles River to the mighty Mississippi, from Clam Chowder to toasted raviolis. I mean, you got to love that, especially a guy like me that loves raviolis. So, but uh, once again, the series tied 1-1. Uh, St. Louis came back the other night behind the pitcher, Mr. Walk, and uh, rookie having a phenomenal year, tied at 1-1. They go, into Boston, they go back to St. Louis, and let's see what happens. And I know uh, 
they're they're happy to get back to St. Louis. I would be too because you know it might be a little chillier, but you know you're home. You're the home team. You got the advantage. I'm rooting for the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. But no, if my mother-in-law's listening, I love I love you, mom. But you know you're from Boston. I, I'm still a Yankee at heart. Uh, Mark Silvers and Chris Wolf. Two local guys make it to the second round of Q School. They're trying to get to the web.com tournament series. If they qualify, it's like the PGA, it's like baseball's minor league, while it's the PGA's minor league. And uh, Mark Silvers, we know, won the, 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 the big uh, Greenbrier uh, show uh, golf challenge two years ago. Well, he shot a 69, 69, 65, and a 72 for 13 under to finish in second. Behind the leader, James White, who shot 17 under, but the top 30 qualify and Sure enough, Armstrong Atlantic States, former golfer Chris Wolf finished 23rd. So they go on to the second stage, which takes place next month at six different sites. And then the final stage will take place December 12th and 17th at the PGA West Golf Club in La Quinta, California. Three local teams ready for volleyball playoffs today, the quarterfinals. Savannah Christian, 36-8, and eight, stay home. They're the number three seed. They take on Darlington at 3 p.m. at the Eckberg Center over there at Savannah Christian off of Chatham Parkway. St. Vincent's, 21-18, but don't let the record deceive you. Okay, they're good. They take on Jefferson at 2 o'clock. They'll host the game at St. Vincent today at 2 o'clock. And Savannah Country Day is on the road. They're in the final six. They take on Eagles listening, Eagles Landing Christian. Now, some of these games might be streamed on the Internet. So if you go to nfhs.net, get on there and look what games are streamed. You might be able to watch... Uh, Savannah Country Day up there in uh, Atlanta. Uh, I got to send a big shout out to a former Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Torin Teaster. Yes, remember that name. He just made the national AAU 14 and under Taekwondo team. The young man fought on September 7th. He had a fight. He had a had a round robin, a round robin, a round robin fight off where he had to win four straight matches to earn the spot on a team. Torrentista. Go to my website or my Facebook page, click on the link, and you can find out more about Torrentista. Once again, he's been around here a couple of years, but nobody hears much about him. Once again, he's made the national AAU Taekwondo 14 and under team. Pretty impressive when you got to win four straight to make it there. Uh, high school football, once again, got to give you the lowdown. Not enough time to give you the uh, the heroes of the games, but Jenkins beats Windsor Forest 44 to 6. Glen Academy comes to Effingham and beats Effingham County 21-12. Richmond Hill travels down to Hinesville, beats Bradwell 28-14. Groves goes on the road to Ware County and loses 62-6. That's 5A. In 4A, F uh, South Effingham had Statesboro on the ropes, the number five team in the state. It was 14-7 at halftime, but the Blue Devils score uh, 41, uh, 34 points in the second half to beat South Effingham 41-14. In 3A, Beach travels to Southeast Bullock 42-21. This might be the first time Southeast Bullock makes the playoffs in, tw in tw 10 years. Uh, Brantley County beats Johnson. Johnson travels down to Nahunta and loses 20-14 to in Brantley County. Savannah High goes out to Pierce County, Blackshear, and loses 30-6. to Class A, Claxton comes to Calvary Day School. First five possessions for Calvary Day School are five touchdowns, and they're not off of turnovers either. They're just a machine. They're hot. They're on a roll. They beat Claxton 48-6. to Savannah Country Day had a win, and this locks up the second seed in that class, in that 3A uh, division of the 3A subregion. Um, they beat 
portal 1714 on a 51 yard field goal by Colton Lichtenberg. Savannah Christian gets off the snide. They finally break their losing streak. They beat Jenkins County 38 to 8 and Bryan County all over Atkinson County in Atkinson County 43 to 14. And next week's high school game of the week brought to you by Enmark or fueled by Enmark right here on ESPN Radio Savannah will be the Hornets taking on the Red Raiders over there in Garden City. Pre-game, 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.30. You can listen to myself, Carl Demasi. I'll do the color. And the voice of high school football on ESPN Radio Savannah, Gabe Quintaro. Uh, in Skiza, Bible Baptist loses the Holly Hill, 46-6. to Bible Baptist won on the road. St. Andrews goes to Hilton Head Prep for an afternoon matinee, loses 41-9. to In South Carolina League, uh... Over in South Carolina, Buford uh, loses to Ashley Ridge, 25-21. Battery Creek all over Burke, 62-0. Hilton Christian beats Palmetto Christian, 45-36. Buford beats James Island Christian, 30-20. Thomas Haywood beats Northwood Academy, 52-44. Bluffton loses to Fort Dorchester, 62-34. Ridgeland Hardyville beats Garrett Technology Academy, 20-16. Hanahan all over Hilton Head High, 55-21. Well Branch beats St. John's. 28-14. Don't forget, like I said, we also have three teams in the softball playoffs starting next Thursday in Columbus. You have South Effingham in 4A, you have Effingham County in 5A, and we got Savannah Christian in Class A behind Brooke Eichenlob, one of the best softball pitchers in the area. And I, I know I touched this in the first hour. I'm going to touch on it quick. Uh, I talked about the coach that was charged with bullying. Well, you know what? He was cleared of it. Um, there was a game out in Texas where he beat a team, his team beat another team like 90 to nothing, and parents wanted him indicted on bullying their team. Once again, I've been doing this for a long time. You put a team on the field, your responsibility as a coach is to put your team in the best position to beat the other team or stop the other team from scoring. Now, if that other team is so good, and they got third, fourth, and fifth stringers in there, and they're still scoring on you, it's not the coach's fault. What is he going to tell these kids? These kids are on the bench waiting a chance to play. They're behind the starters. You can't tell them to stop playing. You can't tell them to slow down. It's just phenomenal what what... What has gone on in sports over the last 20, 30 years that I've been involved in this? I mean, now everybody's got to get a trophy. Everybody's got to feel good. How about some hard work? Earn your letter. Go to practice every day. Even if you're not the starter, even if you don't touch the football field, earn your letter. And just because you show up doesn't mean you deserve it. Earn it. Be there every day. Show the coach you want to be part of the team. These parents that, are, that wanted to get this coach in trouble, it just, it just makes, me, makes me laugh. Because you know what? I've lost, I've been on the other side, I've lost, I can tell you, I've lost 69 to nothing. I've lost 57 nothing to Camden County. I had to play Camden County five straight years. You don't hear me crying about it. He put his second, third, fourth teams in, and if my first teamers couldn't beat him or stop him, I'm not going to tell him to take it easy on me. It's my job. So I know I went off on this in the first hour, but it still just bothers me that parents on a losing team would go this far thinking the guy wants to embarrass their kids. Doesn't work that way, people. All right, get off the soapbox. Our num- uh, segment number two, a quarter number two is coming up. But remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. Once again, they support our local athletes and our local sports. 
The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth.com and check out their orthopedic section. Next up, We'll be talking to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from Savannah Country Day, wide receiver defensive back, Ben Johnson. And you're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm your host. I've been here since 9 o'clock this morning, every Saturday morning. You can catch me talking about local sports. And right now we're in the full swing of uh, state volleyball playoffs, state um, softball playoffs, cross country is winding up, but we're in the thick of the battles for people jockeying for position in the region football scenario. And this next team I got a chance to watch last week. I'm telling you, it's been a while since I've been at a high school football game that there was not one turnover in the game. That's not one turnover from either team. And it was like a heavyweight boxing match. One team would score, the other team would come back and score. One team would get up two touchdowns, the other team would come back. And I'm telling you right now, no turnovers. Well-fought football game, probably the best one I've watched uh, since the third week of the season, the second week of the season, when Savannah Christian beat uh, Prince Avenue Christian. But I'm telling you right now, Savannah Country Day, they took care of business last week against Claxton, 35-33. This young man plays wide receiver and defensive back. He had six receptions, 102 yards, 17-yard average, 36-yard uh, reception as his long reception, a TD. Defensively, he's solid. He, he, defenses, uh, he anchors the uh, defensive backs, and he's got a good one on the other side with Demetrius Robinson. Uh, we know about him uh, being classified as one of the top sophomores in the uh, country. Uh, this young man was also All-State last year with over 1,000 yards receiving. Uh, comes from a great family, uh, one of the, the last one of the family to uh, play high school uh, sports at uh, Savannah Country Day. And this week, joining me in the studio, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, starting wide receiver Savannah Country, for Savannah Country Day, Ben Johnson. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Coach. Thanks for having me on your show. Hey, I mean, it's always a pleasure having you guys in here, your kids, uh, the, the kids. Abby was the last one I had in, Sam, and your older brother, Drew. I mean, I think Drew was one of my... Uh, Best pictures I had on one of my covers when I used to run the uh, prep sports report. I mean, it, it's just, it's just, I can't believe you're the last one. And I know, you know, I had you guys with driver's ed, and I, I know I'm getting a little sentimentally off stop, okay? <laughs> I sound like your dad, okay? But, uh, I mean, you guys are having, a, a, I mean, the last two games, did you guys think you would be in this position right now? Uh, to be honest, I don't really think we thought about it. You know, after Calvary, we were pretty, uh, down after that, that was a pretty crushing loss. And, uh, you know, we had a game next week in Shingis County. We just decided, you know, let's just take it game by game. Let's just play loose. You know, we've worked too hard not to at least go out Friday nights and just have a little fun. And, you know, it started against Shingis County. And we played it, came out loose, uh, played well, beat them. You know, went 1-0 that week, as Coach Coyle always says, you know, go 1-0. Uh, we won that game, came up against Claxton. You know, they've beaten us pretty handily the past two years. Um, you know, we were really motivated for that game, homecoming. Uh, we came out real jacked up, 
great first half, came out and beat them. Uh, that, that, that was huge for us. And, uh, you know, once we got 2-0, and we, we, we figured we could just do it again. And we you know we came out flat a little bit Friday night, last night, and the uh, second half came out and beat them again. So, you know, we're 3-0. and We're just taking it game by game, trying to be 1-0 and each week. Um, so that's what we've been able to do. Um, you know, right now, I don't, I don't think after Calvary we thought we'd be in this position, but since we've just taken it game by game, uh, we see that we are. And you've heard a lot of coaches' cliches, and that's one of the biggest ones in football because you only play eight. Well, you play ten in the season, and you got to take one at a time. But uh, I mean, you, you've been doing this for a while. It's in your blood. Your brothers have done it. You're doing it now. When did you, when did you start playing football? Uh, I started playing. Uh, I think it was in either fourth or fifth grade. Uh, and I only played for like two years, and uh, I quit because, unfortunately, I was in that stage I think a lot of guys go through where uh, they think they're a lot better at one sport than they are, and fortunately for me, that was uh, basketball. You know, I figured I was a shoe-in for the NBA, um, but fortunately for me, reality set in by the time I got to high school, and I went out for football, and it's uh, it's been a, it's, it's paid off, so... Mm-hmm. Now, you do a lot of things for uh, Savannah Country Day. You play wide receiver. They give you the ball. They let you run the ball. You catch the ball. You play defense. You make tackles. I mean, what do you what do you like most about football? I mean, like you said, you thought basketball was going to be your sport, but what made you come back, and what do you like most about it now that you've got four years under your belt? Um, honestly, what, what I like most about football is just, I mean, it's just the guys, you know, the locker room, the bus rides back after wins, you know, just, just the the, the – you know, it's cliche, you know, like, yeah, it's like the the brotherhood we have on that team. You know, we've been through so much together, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be on any other team right now with uh, the guys that we're with right now. And uh, that's, that's just the thing that I like the most, just the, the sense of unity that we have, and it's just, it's just fun every day, you know. So it's not scoring touchdowns, it's not catching the ball, it's being together with your friends, and that, that's what it's all about. That's what, you know. Sports teaches a lot of life's lessons, and you get to work with people, you get to know people, you get to love people, and, you know, that's great that you guys got that feeling over there at Country Day, and, uh, I mean, you're a wide receiver, you, you run the ball, you, you, you tackle, you play, what do you think is your best football skill? Is it tackling, is it running, is it catching, knowing the game? I mean, what's your best skill there, uh, Ben? Uh, I don't really know if I have a specific best skill. I mean, a lot of people say it's just... You know, sure hands, just always coming down with the ball, and that that that's always been my my goal as a receiver is just come down with the football. You know, no matter what, because that you know that's ultimately your your job is you know just catch the ball. And uh, I think that's probably my best my best skill. Um, and I don't even know if you'd call it a skill. You know, it's just it's just concentration and determination. You know, and that's that's just. That's how I've been successful. Uh, you also have to have soft hands, too, because I've seen a lot yeah. of kids over the years coaching that they want to be a wide receiver, and as soon as the ball hits their hands, it's like a wall. So, you, got, you, you yeah. know, their eye-hand coordination, and it, it's something that comes natural to people like you and uh, Brad Stewart, because I can tell you right now, I put you two in the same class. I think you're just as good as Brad Stewart, and Brad Stewart probably tell you he feels the same way. You're two of the best wide receivers in this area, and, you know, I've noticed it. Uh, uh, I mean, once again, you're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic segment of my show. We're talking to senior wideout defensive back from Savannah Country Day, Ben Johnson. Uh, Savannah, Chris, uh, Savannah Country Day has come up with uh, two big wins against um, Claxton and Portal last night. They got Christian next week. Now, you know, coaches, they want you to get in the weight room. They want you to, uh, they want you to, you know, get better at what you're doing. What 
routine did you use this year before your senior year to get better at the game of football? Um, well, it's funny what you said earlier about, you know, catching must come naturally to me. And that, you know, that's, that's not the case at all. You know, my freshman year I had probably the worst pair of hands a receiver could have. <laughs> um, multiple drop touchdowns in key situations. Um, you know, that, that's just haunted me ever since. And so every offseason uh, I come back to just catching the ball and just looking it in every time. And that, that, that's, you know, that's my thing is every, every single Every single year, every single offseason, that's what I come back to is just making sure I have good hands, catch the ball, concentration. Because it, it doesn't come naturally for me. I, I've got small hands. Um, you know, that, that's my thing. Got to work uh, at it. This year, I think what I really try to do is, you know, I've always, you know, just thought as long as I catch the ball, I'm fine. And, you know, that, 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 that hasn't really been the case uh, the last year. You know, I'd catch it and then I'd just get tackled. And this year, what I wanted to really improve at was uh, yards after the catch, you know, make the catch and then, you know, make a play on top of that. And I think I've been able to do that a little bit better this year compared to uh, the previous years. And so uh, happy about that. So, I mean, that would relate to the next question. What was his personal goal was to get better catching the ball, running with the ball. You know, the new saying is now the yak, the yards after the catch, which you've been doing a great job with. Now, uh, we, we, we're running. we got to go a little quicker here. Uh, now, who else on the team is having a good season? Who do you feel is standing out for the Hornets this year? Um, well, obviously there's Demetrius. Uh, he's he's clearly lived up to the hype that uh, he had preseason. Uh, he's already got three Division One offers, which is remarkable given his age. Uh, he's having a great year. He had three touchdowns against Wheeler County. He was Player of the Week a couple of years or a couple uh, weeks ago. Um, I'd also say Hunter Halley, quarterback. You know, he had a couple had a couple bumps in the road in the first couple games, but he's Clearly learned from his mistakes, made adjustments, and he's you know he's killing it right now. He's doing great. Um, so yeah, I think those two especially have been doing pretty well. Well, I mean your uh, your offense, defensive line has been shaping up. I know Coach Coyle told me that these guys, you know, they they they've gone through a lot. They they've gotten bigger, they've gotten better, and you know you guys are known for having a lot of heart, but not a lot of size. And uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, I was very impressed with uh, what was it, Michael Keane and. Uh, I always right. get him kicks mixed up. Not is it William Woods that plays the line? Uh, William Woods, number fifty-five. William Woods, and who plays who plays the linebacker? Um, Jackson Schroeder. Oh, uh, Woody Williams. I uh, always Woody get Williams. those two mixed uh, up. Okay, but I mean, I'm really impressed with your offense and defensive lines. I mean, Sales Pickney was all over the place the night I saw yeah. him. So I know you can't give everybody love, but you know it, it, <laughs> it's hard to do. But everybody on your team is starting to gel together, and the man that's in control of it. Is Coach Coyle? I mean, it, you know, it it, it it takes a lot of perseverance as a coach to go through coaching a, a Class A football team where it goes in cycles when the talent comes through. Tell us what Coach Coyle's meant to you guys, and especially you, Ben. Um, yeah, Coach Coyle's meant a lot to all of us. Um, he he does a really good job of keeping us loose before games. Um, you know, we we we, we walk out of the game uh, from the locker room, and you know, rarely is he talking about you know adjustments. He's talking about you know just keeping us loose. You know. Lighthearted things, and uh, but really, uh, Coach Coyle, um, you know, he's obviously got a lot of uh, experience at the next level, you know, coaching wise. So he brings a lot of uh, mental. Uh, he, he just knows a ton about the game, and that's that's really helped us in our schemes every week. So.
No, he seems like he knows what's going on. I mean, I was really, really impressed last week with his play calling and getting the ball to you and uh, and Demetrius. Uh, I mean, just overall, overall uh, great play calling and great job he does over there. He really, really mm. loves you guys. And I mean, I could tell by the way you guys respond to him. Now, you said already you're a basketball player besides a football player. Do you do anything in the spring? Uh, yes, sir. I played soccer last year. Um, I always played middle school. I uh, didn't play freshman, sophomore year to focus on football and basketball, but I... Decided I'd go out for junior year, and uh, it was really fun. Um, loved it. So I think I'm going to do it again this year. Yeah, well, now here's the question. Which one do you like the most? Is it football, is it basketball, or is it soccer? Uh, it's funny. I don't I don't really have a favorite. Um, you know, there's certain aspects of each sport that I love, and there's certain aspects, obviously, that I hate. Um, but, I mean, I guess it's whichever one I'm in season, you know. Whichever in season. Right now it's football, and a couple months it'll be basketball. You know, you know, and we just talked about you. Talked, asked about my youngest son Dominic. Uh, that was his. That was his famous line, Dad. Whatever in season, I love. And you know, you, when you're a three sport athlete, you, you got to love each sport to play it. And uh, you've been doing a great job with it. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to Carl Demasi Sports Report. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and we have Savannah Country Day wide out, wide receiver, defensive back, standout football player, standout basketball player. I haven't seen him play soccer yet, and that's Ben Johnson. So you participate in. Any other extracurricular activities besides athletics over there at Country Day? Uh, not too much. Um, <laughs> Do uh, you have the time? Uh, well, I think I I wrote a column in the uh, school magazine, The Buzz, this quarter. So does that count? That counts. All I mean, right. yeah, it definitely does count. You got some interest in writing. <laughs> I guess you could call it that. Yes, sir. So now, you know, you're winding it down. You've been in, How long have you been in Country Day? Uh, four years, freshman year. I freshman year, okay. Uh, what, is country Day's, what, what does the school mean to Ben Johnson? Uh, it means a lot, um, especially playing sports at Country Day. It's a unique experience to play with guys who have aspirations beyond um, sports. Uh, you know, I've got teammates who are, you know, already thinking about going to law school. They want to be doctors. Uh, they're... You know, water breaks. We're talking about the AP test the next day. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just a great place to be a student athlete, and uh, I'm very very glad. You know, we've had we've had rough seasons, but you know, I would I would never go to any other school in Savannah, and I'm I'm very glad that I chose to go to Country Day because it's been it's paid off. And well, I mean, do you, do you, do you, play, you know, you said your friends are talking about being lawyers. Do you plan on doing any playing sports at college, or do you plan on just being a student? I know, you know, your sister Abby. You know, she turned everybody's head. She had a lot of athletic ability. She just wanted to go to Georgia to be a student. Uh, yes, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, Abby was a great athlete in high school, but she decided to not play sports in college, and you know, she's loving that. And you know, but Drew and Sam, similar uh, situation, but they decided to play. So, you know, I. I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Um, you know, if playing sports works out, that's great. But if it doesn't, um, you know, I, I'll be more than content, you know, just going to school to study. Well, Ben, we can go on and on. I know we got – what What do you hope to achieve in the future? Any goals, any aspirations, or just find out when you get there? Uh, I'm just thinking I'll find out when I get there right now. So, just well, in a moment. Well, great job. I'm impressed. I get to see you guys again next week. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. It's always a rivalry game. It's always when Country Day and Christian get together. You can throw out the records as the old cliche goes. But for having that unbelievable week last week, six receptions, 102 yards, touchdown, uh, a lot of big plays on defense, you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week for October 26th, Ben Johnson from Savannah Country Day Football. Keep it the great work, and I look forward to Friday night. Thank you very much. Sir. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. There's a plaque from Dr. Bart Weatherington. Right. Once again, this cannot be possible without Dr. Bart Weatherington as being a sponsor. If your back hurts and other body part hurts all the time and makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up 
and throw it across the room if you can. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we'll be talking a little FEM County Sports Athletics with the FEM FEM Herald uh, editor. He's the editor of the whole caboodle up there, and that's a good friend of mine, Pat Donnie. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Board, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And now. Back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimorthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. And today's show is brought to you by Optimorthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, and 104.3 FM. And remember, Optimal Orthopedics is doctor-led and patient-focused. Well, you know, it's it's been a quick show. We're already into our third quarter of the second hour. You know, a lot of good guests. Uh, great kid we just had on the radio. Wide receiver from Savannah Country Day senior, Ben Johnson. Uh, his team has picked up two good wins, two, two important wins to get them into that second spot in the sub-region. We call sub-region A and sub-region B on that three, region three classification in single A. And uh, I'm telling you right now, getting home field advantage in that crossover game could have a good shot of getting the Hornets into the state playoffs. Talking about teams vying for state playoffs, we have two across the county up there in Effingham County. It's the South Effingham Effingham High School Mustangs and the Effingham County Rebels. This man is all over the place up there in Effingham County. He uh, is in charge uh, or he runs the the Effingham Herald, which is the county newspaper, and he does a great job. Not only does he cover the news, he covers the sports, which I know he loves immensely. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline is Pat Donahue. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Carl. How are you today? I'm doing fine. And you, sir? Uh, Couldn't be better. Man, it's a perfect day. It's perfect. Reminds us about our youth, right? You know, a little cold weather already in uh, October. I know where I'm from. It started at the end of September. I know it's the same way for you there, buddy. <laughs> Carl, where, where, where are you from? Isn't it already under 10 feet of snow? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I can remember those days. <laughs> hey, this is this is the time of year a friend of mine who's actually from Connecticut used to say, what about baseball? Talk to me in the er months. September, October. He's a big Yankees fan. He's going to say, talk to me in the er month. That's when it counts. Well, I know you're happy now because we're in the er month, and your Red Sox are making a splash. We're going over there to St. Louis today. Uh, So it's got to be an exciting time for you, and I know you're a big Georgia Tech and Notre Dame follower. But I'm telling you right now, FEM County High School football, I think, is back on the map. South FEM High School has been making their waves the last couple of, a couple of years. Uh, tough losses last night, but they both have a shot probably of making state playoffs, right? It really all hinges, um, you know, just like last year when they, when they had to come back to beat Liberty in the ninth game of the season. And now, again, it's, it all boils down to their game, which is going to be at Liberty next week. Um, you know, and it's such a tough region. You look... Statesboro's ranked number five in the state, and South led 14-7 at the half last night. 
And Wayne County is number 10 in the state in Quad A. And, you know, South was down 28-26 early in the fourth quarter to them. You know, they lost both games. So, and, it, and there's only four teams in that sub-region. So that shows you, and, and getting the liberty, they've got, you know, of course, Ray Quan McMillan, who's one of the top prospects in the state. You know, they have uh, a five-star recruit by a bunch of recruiting services. And they got a freshman. Uh, Richard LeCount, who's already getting offers from Ohio State and Florida as a freshman, that is not an easy sub-region. So no. to come out of that sub-region, you know you're going to have a good team because everybody in there has got has got some talent and is pretty well coached. And for South, it really all boils down to next week at Liberty and then the crossover game the week after, and they're going to go play some. They're, they're going to go on the road to play somebody from the other side. You know, it's not determined who yet, so it's they're they're still very much alive, but they're at a very critical juncture in their in their in, in their playoff push. But, you know, but let's go a little off tangent here, Pat. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, I've been doing it a little longer than you have. But now we're getting into this more and more where we see freshmen and sophomores verbally committing to schools and schools recruiting them at younger younger ages. I mean, well, what's up with this? I, I, I honestly, and, and, and I'm with you, I'm just, I don't, I don't get this. I, maybe there's such a, is there, there, there's such an emphasis, there, there's such a need for these programs to get these guys to commit so early for whatever reason. You know, and, and I think it's a disservice to the kids because if you commit, then all of a sudden you don't get to take those, as a senior, you get five official visits. And as, as a, you know, you can take an unofficial anytime you want. You know, you're on the, you know, it's coming out of your pocket with the official visit. The school gets to pay for your travel and your lodging and take you out to dinner and take you bowling or whatever. And I just, I don't understand why kids commit so early and why colleges are doing it. Maybe it's all the, you know, and there's now, you know, there's this cottage industry of recruiting services that always touts kids and throws stars on their names and, I just wonder if this isn't a beast that just keeps feeding itself. Right. Uh, with all this, I mean, it's you know, you know, because even back when I was in high school, and we had some, you know, there were some great athletes in my high school. You know, the, the coaches didn't come see them until almost their junior year. Sometimes, in a lot of cases, until their senior year, the, the coach, the, any coach, stop by to your, to your high school and come talk to a kid or come watch him play. And nowadays, they're there watching. Freshman, and, you know, I know it didn't start with this, but and you remember the story several years ago when when Bobby Knight was talking about Damon Bailey as an eighth grader. Yep, you are right. I mean, it's just getting younger and younger, and I, I just don't understand how. All right, let's go up the road to to Springfield now. Tough loss for the Rebels last night. I mean, if they would have won, they would have a great shot of getting in the second uh, seed. I mean, uh, they lose a heartbreak at twenty-one twelve. Defense plays great, but a lot of turnovers. I mean, so what are the chances for the uh, Rebels getting into the playoffs? I think it, it still depends on uh, Saturday night. Then their game with Groves has to move to Saturday night. It'll be Groves' homecoming, and I think it depends. A lot depends on Effingham beating Groves. And, you know, last year, Groves took them to overtime. That was a very tough game for Effingham. But and it's, it's hard to say Rebels because they're both the Rebels. Right. Um, so and a lot of it depends on what Effingham does this coming Saturday night or next Saturday night with, with Groves. Because an Effingham ends the season at home with Ware, which, you know, in high school football, anything, anything can happen. The ball takes funny bounces, they say. But you got to figure Wade would be a, a 
a pretty heavy favorite in that game just because they're you know you're looking at a team that won all the way to the dome last year. So if Effingham can slip by Groves, it looks like they can they can at least get the the fourth spot out of the region, which would put them on the road again to play uh, a number one seed from uh, a number one seed. And last year they drew Northside Warner Robins, and that probably could have was probably the worst possible draw they could have gotten. So yeah. Well, I, I got to be honest with you. You're looking at it, you're in the you're in the game. You get to game number eleven, and anything can happen. So you got to be happy with that. All right. I know you wear another hat. Let's go to the uh, softball diamond. I mean, South Effingham and Effingham once again getting into the elite eight, making names for themselves. It's a softball county up there, and you know better than I do. You know, and it's it's we, there are two really really good programs. I mean these these are not flukes. They did not back in into the elite eight. I mean, you know, South has made it. Kind of a habit. They've been several times in the last two years. And Chuck Smith done a great job. Very and and Chuck Chuck is Mister Type A personality. Very outgoing. He's he's just a ball of energy out there at third in the dugout. And they've got you know and, and, you know he, he's got he's got a team that's that's been together for a long time. And then Matt Huntley and Matt's a very good coach too. A little different style from Chuck. And I'll say this: those guys get along really really well. I mean, it's they they really do get along very well. And I, I would think that helps, too. And Matt's team, here's the thing. Chuck's only got three seniors. Matt's only got two at FBI right. on their team. So, and I know we don't want to look that far ahead because this coming week is going to be you know, just amazing for those girls and those coaches those and those fans. But those, those programs are now set up where they can make this kind of run again and again in the next, in the next few years, at least. And... And for and for Effingham to beat, they beat the defending state champ. And when I say beat, they beat them. This wasn't they weren't handed these games. They didn't they didn't look up when they beat Union Grove. And that's that's a that's a big feather in the cap for them. And I think this is the first time they've been to the Elite Eight in a dozen years, I believe is what is what the is what they're what they're telling us. So, you know, it's been a long and it, that's a long time between trips and that's you know, it's a it's a it's a tremendous feat because you get out there to Columbus. You play on the the Olympic soft the field softball fields that were built for the Olympics, and just the level of competition that's out there is is, is unbelievable. It's, I, it's I'm 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 a, I'm not I'm not astounded because I really thought both teams could pull this off, but it's, it's still just it's uh, it's awfully exciting and and awfully gratifying to watch to watch these coaches and these kids be able to. Get this kind of achievement to be able to make the the elite eight in their in their respective classifications. It's it's it's, it's great stuff. Well, Pat, I got to get you on a. On again because we got some guys uh, making a splash in baseball and everything else. But I appreciate you taking the time. I know I'm up against the clock. I'm getting short here, but we got to do this again because there are a lot of other things out there in Effingham County that people down here need to know. Once again, keep the great work. I love reading your uh, your articles on the internet at effinghamherald.net. And uh, once again, appreciate it. And I'll talk to you later, the guy. Thanks, Carl. Anytime, baby. You got it. Have a good one. That's Pat Donahue, the editor of the Effingham Herald. Once again, he writes great stories, news stories, uh, sports stories at the EffinghamHerald.net. Well, once again, I got to thank my sponsor, Russell Sporting Goods. You're a coach, parent, local organization. You need uniforms, you need cleats, you need trophies to uh, reward your players, your employees. Well, you can get, find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Just go right behind Sears. It's right back there. 
Russell Sporting Goods Trophies is a Phantom family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help. From Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting good and trophy needs. Well, we got to go to a break. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And we'll be right back to close this show out. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. And this is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, Savannah, Georgia. Well, you know, it's been a quick show. We, we don't have much time left here. Let's go quickly to the college scene. Don't forget, we got Georgia Tech taking on Virginia at 1230 at 2 o'clock, North Carolina Central at Savannah State, homecoming weekend for the Tigers. And at 330, Georgia, takes on, Georgia Southern takes on Appalachian State for the last time as Southern Conference opponents. My uh, producer, PJ Zuko, is on the other end. PJ, big game I want to ask you quick. South Carolina going to Missouri. Oh, man, South Carolina, Missouri. This one should be a good one. Matty Mock, freshman quarterback there for Missouri. I am on the Missouri bandwagon. I think their defensive line is pretty good as well. So I'm on the Missouri bandwagon for this one. And PJ does the high school first look show every Thursday here on ESPN Radio from 6 to 7. Hey, you know, Matty Mock is the brother of Bible Baptist head coach Jonathan Mock right here from Savannah there, guy. Yeah, and that is awesome. That's a great connection to get that name out there. And I'm sure he'll be rooting hard for those Missouri Tigers uh, th- this weekend and throughout the season. It's, it's great to see uh, family members and people we know from Savannah uh, going up through the ranks. That's awesome. And every Thursday night, your show is on right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, 104.3 FM, right, sir? Oh, yeah, 6 to 7. We're, we're closing down to playoff time almost. Got some region, big region games next week as well. So it's a good time to be a high school football fan. So, yep, Thursday night, 6 to 7, high school first look. And PJ has the uh, insight on what's going on. He talks to the local coaches. Uh, he has Calvary Day School head coach Mark Stroud on, Danny Britt from BC. I mean, you name it, he's had him on here, and he, he's excited about doing it. So please check it out every Thursday night. Right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, the high school first look football show. Once again, it's been a quick show. PJ, great job. I'm glad you're back. we got to spend more time talking a little more next week about football. And once again, whatever you may be doing this weekend, whatever you may be enjoying, whatever you may be with sports or something else, I always got to say this, always, always hit it out of the park. And until next weekend, until we... Talk to each other again. Have a great week. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>